0: Hi, hi, welcome, welcome. This is Metapol with me, Cactus. Today in the show, we're going to be bringing you something a little bit different. There are many, many absolutely valuable ideas that no one can simply bring to the gold standard that I like to have on my episodes. That is, to have scientifically backed information, information that can be directly applied to each and every one of our lives, and information that can be relayed in a verifiable or provable form. Those are the three criterion. If you try to apply these criterion to any other show, you'll notice that almost all of the information that's presented doesn't even fall under one of them. However, that doesn't make ideas immediately dismissible. You can still have plenty of excellent ideas coming out of other frameworks. The structure of the podcast is simply to have one viable beacon chain, one chain that preserves all of the information that we know absolutely, for sure, and allows modular adaptation, allows building onto the chain so that there's more information available that we know for sure. Nonetheless, there are some ideas that I think my audience would appreciate knowing about, would appreciate thinking about, and could help me research further and build upon, until maybe one day they also reach that gold standard. So these shorter clips will accomplish exactly that. I'll share an idea, not with as much backing, with maybe less viability or self-verification ability, but nonetheless may be useful to think about. Something that I really wanted to talk about is one of the reasons why I'm so optimistic about how network effects and other exponentials can be used in our favour, can be used to actually accomplish those goals that align with the rational frame, that align with the exponential frame, even if many of the people who would be affected by these tactics wouldn't actually be thinking things through. One amazing example of this is with regards to climate. For decades, dirty tactics, corporate money going to skewed studies. New quote unquote alternative research being done that obfuscated data and fell into many statistical traps, used to publish and to corrupt institutions in the name of opposing research into climate change, and media manipulation, what many would call cancel culture, used to pressure networks into pushing more anti climate messages, largely succeeded in affecting a majority of the population and in initiating many of the tactics that we see today with regards to corrupt conspiracy activism on both sides of the aisle. However, if you look at the status quo, you've noticed that this has mainly been overturned. And in fact, it hasn't been overturned by a dominance of rationality, by an increase in trust in research. Instead, it's been parasitized by the very same types of pathologians that were once opposed to it. That is, using the same social pressures and network effects that were once weaponized to keep climate narratives down, climate change activists have turned the tables and, possibly accidentally, from this pathogen, actually accomplished something brilliant in terms of gaining mass salience among those with the capital that can be controlled in order to build innovative solutions, in order to have them actually build innovative solutions. That is, those with power can be convinced to at least look at a different case by the prevalence of pathologies. They're not always going to be an anti-reality force, a delusional force, as we see them in American politics vastly. They can be used for good, like in the case of climate change. And in fact, because those who ultimately have those innovative solutions are not going to be immediately convinced by the presence of a pathogen. By these cult-like arguments, the only thing that actually can be done to them is to get them to listen to a real case. That's what we've seen. We've seen step 1, activists using these malicious tactics in order to corrupt institutions and to propagate a message mindlessly. We've seen step 2, gaining salience of this worldwide and having those with innovative solutions and who are actually processing what's at hand to look into it, and step 3, having them come to a realization that, despite this being a pathologian, it's also rooted in an actual problem and taking steps to solve it. This means that those who affect the narrative, those who affect the ultimate outcome, don't need to be consciously aware of it. So, what is the case for the future? The case for the future is that these forces acting maliciously upon various political groups including racial conspiracy theories, including conspiracy theories like QAnon, can be overcome by a different pathogen. Essentially, those who understand the inner workings of informational spread can organically craft something that fundamentally is based in fact, but will also be able to appeal on those various other levels. They'll be able to appeal through economic pressures, they'll be able to appeal through psychological tricks, and they'll be able to use social pressures in order to force mass adaptation by those who are unaware, and to force consideration to those who are aware. And that is the message that I want to leave you with today.